Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Did you bring your thinking caps? Because it's time to put them on. Because the conversation starts with April Mahoney Brains. We are at the spot, the location right here, the place where the conversation is pointed and the guests are sharp. There she is. And the responses are never dull. We're going back to Australia. I like it in the land down under. It's really a beautiful place with some amazing people. We're going to be talking to another amazing person. See, Brains, you think that, uh, you know, manifesting is a joke. It's an art to it. It's a skill to it, and we can all do it. It's mindset, it is being prepared, it's being clear, it's being focused, and it's being open. So a lot of those things Lisa has mastered. And I'm going to tell you some manifest manifesting stories of my own that's going to blow your wig back. You're not going to believe it. So let's welcome her to the edge. How are you, Lisa Lorna Blair? I am fantastic. Thank you, April. Well, the brains are happy to have you. I'm really happy to be here. This is exciting. It's great to have these conversations. It is, because you know what? I'm telling you, people think that this is alo, uh, hocus pocus alamocus. What they don't realize is they don't have uh, faith in what they can't see. Oh, mm. but you believe in the internet. You use it. You suck in air every day. Those things you don't see manifestation and positive thinking you don't see but it works like maggot magic so tell me a little bit how you got into this space tell us a little bit about you oh absolutely uh, i think i've i've had a journey with personal development and growth for a number of years i think most people either dabble in it or are intrigued by it in, at one level or another either through their career or or something else and i was always really fascinated with uh positive mindset and how to sort of get yourself forward in life. But it was really only after I, I went through a, a painful divorce and um, losing everything, basically house and everything like that, and then rebuilding my life. And I think that's such a valid thing because so often when we're in that place where we feel really broken and feel like there's no way forward and all the dreams you had have been shattered, that allows the space for you to explore and reinvent. And like the phoenix rises from the ashes, that's exactly what I did. And I, I stepped forward knowing that I wanted to live the rest of my life and make it the best of my life. And uh, I couldn't fix the mistakes of the past, but I could certainly live more in tune with who I am. And as things started to unfold in my life, I, I manifested my beautiful new husband and soulmate. Uh, we've been married seven years. Uh, that sort of happened in a way that I never could have imagined. And because of that experience, because we nearly lost him, he nearly died from a heart attack. So from that experience, a lot of things flipped for me and I started to really search and I'd had a very uh, faith-based upbringing as a child. And I kind of went back to that and my awareness of was it God, was it source, was it spirit, was it universe, everybody uses a different word. Uh, essentially there is something else there that is more than just us. 
And that was the first phase, April. And then the second phase was really building that understanding that we are that as well. You know, it's it's in all of us. We have the power to create. We have the power to manifest. So it's been a beautiful journey. Uh, and I've worked with some coaches and some mentors, and I'm currently studying a law of attraction certification as well, because this is the kind of message that everyone should be able to tap into and realize it's not just for a chosen few. We all have this within us. We all can manifest the best possible life for ourselves. Right. Well, two things, you can manifest some drama too, you know. Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely right. That's how powerful it is. Exactly. That negative self-talk, you know, uh, oh, I had an an aunt, bless her heart. All she talked about, oh Lord, you know, cancer, cancer, cancer. You know, she, she, I believe in a way, you know, she, if there was a sign of cancer, she made it grow. Uh, Sometimes people will talk about, oh, you know, that negative workplace. Well, every time you go into it, it's going to be negative because you've already, you know, you've layered it with that, or I'm not good enough, or I don't have enough money, or I don't, I don't, I don't. You got to start with the I am, I will, I have conversation. Define the word manifest for my audience? Ah, manifest for me is to bring into creation to, um, uh, oh gosh, I don't know how best to say it. Like for me, a phrase I use a lot is our word is our wand, as in that whole abracadabra, like what we can create. And as you said, that could be good or bad. So for me, that's the process of manifestation because uh, it starts with a thought and thoughts become things. And Absolutely. we have 70,000 thoughts a day. And like you say, the, ma- the majority of those are going to be negative because we are programmed that way. We have those subconscious beliefs that you know we've had through childhood or school or wherever they've come from. And if we allow them to build and grow, yeah, that's the direction we're going to go in. You're absolutely right. But to manifest is to take control of that and say, okay, what is it that I want to create? What is it that I want to see happen? And gratitude for me was the missing piece. And once I brought that into it, things changed. You know, and, I, and I'll tell you, that's one of my pet peeves is an ungrateful person. Yeah. My family will tell you in a minute, I will come up out the mm-hmm. ground on you. I don't expect for you to grovel, but I expect for you to acknowledge. Again, if it's not me, it's God, it's source. For children to uh, to learn gratitude by their parents, you know, it's really funny. When I was growing up, if my grandmother or aunt or uncle gave me a gift, my mother made sure I acknowledged them before I enjoyed the gift. People step outside of themselves to help you. Another thing that is annoying: if you say someone say good morning, oh, what's so good about it? Uh, the mm-hmm. fact that we're awake having this conversation, one thing, or you know, you pay someone a compliment. You say, oh, that's a pretty dress. Oh, this old thing and da, 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 da. Live in the moment. Accept the beauty and accept the the the, uh, the accolades that someone's trying to give you. So what is one of the greatest things that you manifested for yourself? And then I'll tell you some things I manifested for myself. Awesome. I love these stories. Uh, I love hearing what people have manifested. Well, I'll start with doing it wrong and then I'll go into doing it right because I think that's a really valid point that you've raised and uh, it would be really good for people to get their head around this. When my husband and I got married, we were living in Western Australia 
and we were in a mining town and we decided to move across here to Queensland. So it's about 3,000 kilometres away over on the east coast and on the north of Australia. We wanted a, a new life, a fresh start for both of us. We'd both been through divorces and we were, we were just ready to start again. And people kept saying to us, why are you leaving? Like, why are you going to Queensland? You know, you've got great jobs and money and everything here. And we kept saying, it's not about the money. It's about the lifestyle because that's what we wanted, that change in our lifestyle. And we focused on that so much, thinking we were doing the right thing and saying the right thing. Fast forward 12 months later after moving to Queensland, we had the most beautiful lifestyle. We had no money. Everything we had saved had gone. Everything was done. Like we spoke that into reality and wow, what a powerful lesson. And that was our little wake up call because it was like, we have, we've literally run out of money. We got nothing. <laughs> and we, we wow. started afresh. And um, so, yeah, so that was an example of doing it wrong, but just how powerful it is when we affirm what it is we want to have happen, as you say. <clears throat> so Apart from my amazing husband who I manifested, he was pretty much right under my nose all, all along. <laughs> um, my most uh, recent amazing story about manifesting, and there's been lots of things. There's been unexpected money. There's been trips away and prizes and things like that. But it was uh, absolutely our dream home where I'm speaking to you from today. And I'm looking out the window. It's winter here. Uh, the sun is shining, the sky is blue, but it's it's cool out there and I'm surrounded by the most beautiful nature, I've sort of got almost like a forest all around me, uh, just under an acre of property, veggie gardens starting and everything like that. We've got this beautiful home which we're currently renovating and we manifested this last year almost exactly a year ago. Uh, we were in lockdown <laughs> due to the pandemic so we couldn't even come and see the house and we had to do everything online and it was in this, the buyers, uh, sorry, the, the property surge. So all the prices of everything was shooting up and just accelerating because everybody was trying to get property here in Queensland. And all the naysayers were, you know, we'd, be, we'd been looking for several months and all the naysayers were saying, no, you're not going to get anything. You won't get anything. It's a hot market. All the prices are going to go over a million dollars. You won't get your budget. You won't find your home. You won't get the space you want. You know, everyone was kind of trying to preface what was going to happen. And we were just like, we're not taking that on. We are not taking that on. So we just kept on with our gratitude. Every day we were grateful. We were in a, a little unit that we were renting. We were grateful for that. We were grateful for the location. It was close to everything we needed. And we just kept talking about what we wanted and we went into uh, display homes and home opens and we just kept picturing what our home was going to look like, what we wanted to call in, how many bedrooms we wanted. My husband wanted a media room so he could set up his big screen and watch his movies and I wanted my own office, all the things we wanted and we just kept speaking that into reality and here it is, like this is exactly it and in my uh book which we'll probably talk about soon I actually talk about the whole process of exactly what I did every step that I took and we called it droming and it was a word we made up and it's dream homing <laughs> so mm. we would say let's go droming this weekend and we would 
yeah, then go look at homes and say, oh, I love that sort of kitchen. That's the kind of kitchen I want to have or I love that space and so on. And this ticks every box and more than we imagined. Exactly. Well, you know, I had a situation to where I was broke. I had, you know, my husband was in the military. He was gone. Uh, I had made some bad choices uh, and I didn't, I was embarrassed. I didn't want to tell my husband, you know, okay, I blew it. Um, and I was here with my daughter and I wrote myself a check. I wrote myself a check for $5,000 and I put my check in my wallet and I said, I'm going to cash this. Well, I asked myself this question in a very curious way. How can it get any better than this? And what else is possible? And I ask myself that to this day, often and regularly. Bring me the right people. Put me in the right places. Uh, I'm grateful. I'm thankful for every little thing. Well, I'll fast forward it. One day I opened the mail and there was a check from a company that I hadn't worked for in 20 years. The check was for $46,000. Wow. Amazing. Another time I manifested something. My daughter and I, I create audiences for some of the most prestigious events on television. And my daughter's car had just broke down. We had bought her the car and it had just broke down. And I said, okay, come on, get dressed. We're going to go to Let's Make a Deal. Do you see Let's Make a Deal there in Australia? No. Well, it's a game show. Okay. Yeah. We got dressed and you dress up in these costumes and they pick you and you play these games and you win. They picked my daughter that day and she won a brand new car. Love it. That's so good. But I've also manifested responsibility. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but God gave me a gift the first of this year that was mind blowing. But in my meditation of gratitude, he says, now you are going to have to be of service, a great service. And For every cause, there's effect. For every action, there's a reaction. So you don't just get these things because you're cute. You got to be prepared. You got to know what you want. And you got to be able to reciprocate, give back, and pay forward. I had no idea that the service that I was about to do was to save my entire community from a traffic circle event. So I'm carrying that on my shoulders right now. But I know that I'm going to win for the simple fact is that I believe and through divine order, God is going to walk with me side by side. You have to know what you want. You can't just say, send me a husband, because good Lord, you could get a hot mess. That's you it. want to be detailed. You want to be designed. You want to have a vision board. You want to have affirmations. You want to, um, you know, settle, even if you don't get exactly what you want. If you got everything you want in brains, it would be, oh my God, could you just imagine some of the things that you would have in your possession that really was not worthy of you. So I want you to go into your book a little bit, Lisa. Tell us about your books and tell me what you did and what steps you took to manifest greatness. Yeah, absolutely. So I've got two books which I uh, collaborated on this year. So I'll pop them both up. I'll try and not let the light shine on them too much. So I see the one here that it says prosperity codes, but I can't read the yeah. subtitle too well. Oh, okay. How to okay. how to attune to and attract wealth, joy, and abundance. 
I like that line on there. Yeah, it's powerful, isn't it? It is powerful. And I'm a Leo. I just had my birthday this week, so that's really? perfect for me. I, I'm having my birthday next week, and I'm turning 60. Wow, amazing. Yeah, Happy well, I, you know what? I've manifested that, too, that I'm not going to be bothered with nothing. Nothing is going to upset me. You know, I'm going to be unapologetic. I'm going to be peaceful. I've, I've already seen it. I already know the 60 is going to be great. It's going to be great. It is. Oh, amazing. Oh, what was the it. other book? Right. I think we missed it. What's the other book? Uh, the other one is Thrive and Prosper. So Thrive this and one, Prosper. I'll read that. Insider strategies and inspiring stories for entrepreneurs that help create success in your business relationships and life. Wow. So this one was the one I, I worked on first with a, a bunch of entrepreneurs from all over the world, from all different experiences and walks of life. And just sharing our stories of tools and techniques and things that have ha helped us as entrepreneurs and exactly what you mentioned before, April, being of service, because that for me is such a big thing, being of service, being able to give back. Uh, and then, you know, that beautiful circle will start to work. You know, things will flow to you as long as you are in a place of service. Like I, I've built my business through relationships and supporting uh, mostly women, not all, all women. I've got some men in my team as well in my online business. But it's not about, it's never been about what can be sold. It's about lives that I can change and impact and people that I can support. Absolutely. And, yeah, like you say, when we come from that place, uh, that's when the real magic happens. That's, that is authenticity. You know, you're not putting on airs. You're not making excuses. You're being responsible for your own actions because, you know, it can be flawed. We think mm -hmm. in our minds, our minds are so small. You know, yeah. we think that this is what we want or this is what we need. But that's not necessarily the case. And again, we think small. I'm a big, 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 humongous dreamer. I mean, I throw everything against the wall. The craziest ideas, like I said, who would write themselves a check and believe that it would be cash? Mm -hmm. But it was nine times what my yeah. anticipated thought was. I thought too small. So uh, read us an excerpt from one of your books, please, Lisa. Yeah, absolutely. I'll read a little excerpt from Prosperity Codes. In this, in my chapter, I'm chapter eight, and it was called Droming into a Prosperous Haven. And there's my word, my droming. So uh, as I explained, we would go dream homing. So throughout the chapter, I talk about each of the steps that we took. Uh, we had a vision board. Actually, I have a, a vision book, April. Like I have a whole book because the board kept getting filled. Mm, <laughs> so I know. I, I made a vision book and I have like pages of the home, pages of my business, pages for health and so on. So I have sections in that book of things that I'm calling in. So, uh, so I had that, had affirmations. I have affirmations in my shower on a laminate, um piece of paper like it's laminated and stuck to the shower wall and I do that every morning when I jump in the shower um do my gratitude practice do my meditations my intention setting with uh ceremonial cacao it's my drink of choice <laughs> so um so I talk about all of that in the chapter and how we actually you know attracted the house to us even against the odds seemingly at that time but what I want to share today with everyone is 
um, a little phrase that I use in the book, and this applies to any kind of manifesting, because when I'm coaching or talking to women about their manifesting, they get really hung up on how it's going to happen. Right, right. right. And that's not our, it's not our job. We yeah. have to let that go. I mean, I didn't know my husband was going to be someone that I'd known like 20 years and one of my dear friends. I did not know that was how it was going to play out. I just but knew see, what I wanted. But see, this is the this is the challenge, Brains. You always want to be in control. Yeah. You are not in control, okay? Sometimes you're in an Uber and you're in the back seat. You have to allow the process to work its way through. And it will happen in the oddest way ever. Yeah. So share. Absolutely. So this is my phrase or my poem or my statement. Uh, and I would encourage all the brains to use this one because it will remind you. So our job is to focus on the what and the now while the universe takes care of the when and the how. So, and you can insert whatever word you like, universe, creator, God, source, spirit, whatever you're comfortable with. I know some people prefer God. I use creator generally or universe. Um, some people are triggered by the word God. So insert the one that makes the most sense to you. So when I'm saying we focus on the what and the now. So that's exactly what April and I were just talking about before. The what, get really clear on what it is you want to manifest calling in in detail what what it is you want don't just throw it out there and be bland about it because then you might get all kinds of things coming back at you um and the now us being present in the now and focusing on where we are now having gratitude for what we have now and where we are and living in the moment just being we're human beings not human doings so just be in that moment and then the universe will take care of the when, so when it's going to happen, when it's going to manifest, and the how, the how it's going to happen. So that's my little saying that I use in the book. The what is the manifestation, what we desire to create, the now is the present moment. And when we activate those things and we're in our full trust and flow and surrender, creator will magnetize the when and the how to us. We have to let go. We have to just trust. Say, okay, I've put my order out there. It's it's on its way. It's like when we order something from, you know, Amazon or wherever else. You know, you send it off, it's done, and then you just wait for it to arrive. Um, we don't keep sending it again and again and again every day. We just do it once. It's the same with our manifesting. Like, put it out there. This is what I want. It's exactly the detail I want. We get stuck on the how and we want to fix it and we want to create the result instead of allowing the miracle to manifest. And then what we're doing is putting our expectations in the way and the best and highest possible solution gets blocked from coming to us because we're trying to control it. Um, we need to not control it. And another saying that I use in the book is, I deserve, I allow, I receive. And this area is big because uh, if we've got stories in the way that tell us I'm not worthy, uh, I, you know, I can't take a compliment or, I, you know, I'm not good at this, that's going to get in the way. I deserve, I allow, I receive because we are all worthy and we are all worth it. So, yeah, 
that that's the little section of the book that I wanted to share because I and that's so often when it's powerful. Yeah, because so often I get talking to people and they they're on a time deadline and it's like I want it by this date. I want it to happen in this way and they don't realize they're actually suffocating the manifestation for want of a better word because. It doesn't allow for the all the possibilities that could come. I mean, your example was great. Like that check, you didn't know that that was going to come from a previous like, job. I mean, who, 20, who could have predicted 20 that? Years ago, tw you couldn't yeah. have told me that. 20 years mm -hmm. ago, I had, and they told me that I'm allowed, you know, additional benefits. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is crazy. I manifested my home as well, too. You know, we were young. Yeah. We had a baby. Again, like I said, my husband was traveling in the military and I wasn't, you know, really up on my financial game. But I said, I want a house. I said, I really, really want a house. And I have bad credit. I got my baby and put her in the car seat. I told my mom, I said, come on, we're going somewhere. She said, where are we going? I said, I'm going to look for a house. She said, what? Fast forward. My husband comes back. We're invited to a party. I meet this gentleman. And I mean, this gentleman had had quite a few cocktails okay and i'm like what well i'm a real estate honey i'm a real estate agent honey and you know blah 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 blah. and i was telling him my dream that i wanted this house and he says okay well i'm gonna give you a call well i'm thinking he's drunk not only did he give me a call he sold me his house he prepared he let me stay in the house until my credit was clear he gave me the earnest money and when I asked him, I said, you're going out of town. He goes, yeah. He told me where he was going. Where he was going, Lisa, I get goose pimples when I think about it. He was going to a house that was down the street from where my mother lived wow. in Ohio. You can't, I mean, you can't do that. So exactly mm -hmm. like you said, it is not up to you to continue to question source. You put out what you want. And again, if it is in alignment with your purpose, you will receive it. Sometimes you don't receive it because it's not in alignment. You're not supposed to receive that. And you're supposed to receive the, the rejection and understand the learning. Maybe it's not the right time. Maybe this is not the right people. Maybe this is going to be to my detriment. You know, and also create a memory. That's what I do. When I manifest, I already see it as if it has happened. Yeah. Yeah. I go backwards. I do some strategic planning. I already look at the outcome before it's happened. Then I'm going to look at the method. How am I going to get there? And then the resources. And if it's money that you want, if you put those other key elements into place, money has no other uh, direction but to fall right into your hands. But what are you going to do with that money? Is that mm -hmm. good money? Have you lied? Have you manipulated? Have you cheated to get that money? Have you stole that money? Because if that's the case, your whole plan is, you know, manifested wrong. And you're going to get yourself, you know, in some deep, deep do. Yes, so exactly. When you're not doing the heavy lifting and teaching people how to make their dreams come true, what do you do for fun and recreation down there in Queensland outside of that beautiful brawl, uh, brawling estate that you have? <laughs> what do we do for fun? Uh, well, I've got a background in theatre, so performing and acting and directing 
So that's something both my husband and I really love. We've actually had a little bit of a hiatus from that, um, especially during winter. It's a bit bit cold and dark to be heading out. So we've had a break from that. We went to a theatre show last night to support some friends and uh, everyone was saying, when are you two getting back into it? So exactly. I said, well, maybe maybe now the weather's getting warmer, we might step into that again. So we both agreed that we're both Leos. And, yes. you know, we're misunderstood sometimes, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> we're not the predator. Well, we shine pretty Leo. bright. We do, but you know what? I, I don't know what one of your pet peeves is, but again, mine is, you know, gratitude and also expectations and loyalty. Yes. And what I've had to work on recently is really meeting people where they are, not having expectations of others, because you can't control what other people are going to do. And loyalty, loyalty is key. You know, what are yeah. some of the things that are really high on your priority list? Yeah, loyalty is a big one for me as well, very much so. Uh, I, you know, if someone says, you know, someone says something, then I'm going to hold to that. And then if they break that, then it, it's really hard for me to come back from that. Because when I say something, when I say I'm going to do something or be somewhere, I do it. And like, I see it through. So that's a big one for me. Um Gratitude, as I mentioned before, is a huge one for me. I, I, uh, I kind of. You're probably the same. I can feel other people's energy. So when if I walk into a room and someone's complaining and negative and toxic, I have to get away because I can't be near them. Uh, because I'm just so much about. It. We've got to stay in that state of gratitude, and we've got to be thankful even in times where it's difficult. I had open heart surgery last year. Like I had a, a heart valve that was a problem from childbirth, which I, I didn't really know until the last couple of years. And, you know, that laid me flat for a number of months because I had to have open heart surgery, had to have the lungs collapsed, all the things, mm. and rebuild my health. And, you know, it would have been easy to go down that woe is me kind of path and, I'm sick and there's things wrong with me. I'm losing my health. This could go not well, all that that kind of thing. But I was the exact opposite. It was all about the gratitude, the gratitude that they had discovered this, the gratitude for the incredible techniques and surgery that they have to be able to help people like me, the gratitude for the aftercare. And then I had, you know, months of rehab as well and working in the gym and all the things. And I, you know, I look back now, it's a year ago, just over a year ago, and here I am, and I'm grateful for every breath. I'm grateful every morning my eyes open because I'm I'm still here, and I've still got time to be of service and impact. So, yeah, gra gratitude and health, <laughs> they're big ones yeah, for me. It is, you know, and I'm going to tell you something else, Brains. Teaching these kids to be grateful, mm -hmm. okay, that is just like teaching them how to use the bathroom, potty training them. It should be an automatic. I shouldn't have to prompt your child to thank me. I shouldn't have to prompt your child to acknowledge when uh, something needs to be done. I shouldn't have to tell your child to uh, acknowledge others for the things that they do for them. I think it's extremely disrespectful. Gratitude is latitude mm -hmm. it will take you to the next level 
And the basic premise of that, when you teach your children about understanding that there is a higher source, again, however you want to refer to it, outside of them, there is something greater to aspire to. You know, I live here in the United States. I travel the world. And some of the things I have seen have been so opulent, so beautiful, amazing. But then I have seen poverty like I've never seen before. And when I get off that airplane, I literally want to kiss the ground because I live in the greatest country in the world. And yes, I have to pay my share. But then when I look at the fact that I have clean water, I have clean air, that I can go in my refrigerator and get everything from a rack of lamb to a tuna fish sandwich. The little things, again, like you said, being able to recover from an illness, having medical insurance, having somebody by your side that loves you that's going to get you that water when you can't get it yourself or help you to the restroom when you can't get to yourself. It's the little things that we must be appreciative for. Don't always mm. expect this big grandiose, I'm going to win the lottery. Everybody mm. wants to win the lottery. But you can be an educated fool. You can win the yeah. lottery and be broke within two years. Yeah. So you have And to so many are, aren't they, when that happens? They are. They are. So, you know, again, look into at what Linda's Elise is doing and just take baby steps. You don't have to again have this big grandiose plan, but start with the basic premise, and that's knowing yourself, loving yourself, and being deserving. So let's ask you some fun questions. Lisa, if you were a flower in the garden, what flower would you be and why? Oh, what flower would I be? I think I'd be a sunflower. (laughs) I think because I love to brighten other people's day and I feel like, you know, it's that Leo kind of bright Mm. sun energy and, you know, soaking up the sun and then, spreading it back out yeah i'd probably be a tulip because it's nice and beautiful when it starts but then when it opens up it just gets wild it just goes wherever it wants to go i love that yes if you had three wishes what would they be oh three wishes (sighs) would be uh hmm or well the first one would be for my daughters and my granddaughters to uh, have an abundance of what they need in their in, in terms of love and health and care. Uh, and they pretty much do have that. So <laughs> but I would like to, you know, like my wish would be that that would always be the case and that they would be safe and cared for and loved. Um, I would wish for uh, everyone to really understand and appreciate, the power of gratitude and love and support of fellow man. So, you know, be kind to one another. I think the world could change in a, in a heartbeat if we could all just be kind for each other instead of seeing wars and crime and things like that. So that would be a huge wish. And my third one would be for, uh, hmm, let me see, what would it be? Uh, hmm, Health for, um, my my mom and my mother-in-law because I know our days are numbered with them and 
I don't even like to go there, but I want I want them to in their latter years because of the amazing women that they are. I would like to see them have as much time as they can to impart their knowledge and be healthy and feel well. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, nothing. You you tapped on something. Um, you said I don't want to go there, and I get it. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. wait, wait. I lost my mom, mm -hmm. and it was. Oddly enough, one of the most beautiful things, I miss her greatly, but her transition was so magnificent. I actually got to see the soul separate from the body. Oh, and I realized wow. at 91, she was tired. Mm. And it came to a point where I had to realize that it was about quality versus quantity. Yeah. And whenever, sure. you know, but I feel her presence magnified mm. more now that she has transcended than when she laid there you know silent sick yes. full of disease and disease medication mm -hmm. so i get it so i hold space for you that you always find comfort in every moment because that's how we exist moment by moment brains it's not day by day mm -hmm. it's not hour by hour you know i have lost people and it, it you know just in a twinkling of an eye so again, be grateful, uh, be patient, be gentle with yourself, you know, before you can have expectations of others. Clearly mm -hmm. define who you are and clearly, clearly define. You've got to write it out with pen and paper and specifically what you want. You can't just yeah. throw something ambiguous against the wall because everybody's doing the same thing and that highway gets crowded. That's right. You know? Throw so, ambiguous against the wall, that's what you get back. <laughs> absolutely. Big fat nothing burger, because you got too much stuff yeah. going on. That's so it. leave us with some words of encouragement <laughs> and how to get in contact with you, Lisa Lorna Blair. Sure. Uh, my words of encouragement would be, yeah, to continue along the path of what we've been talking about. Live your life in gratitude, even if it if it's not a daily routine yet start one um start one thing i always recommend if nothing else uh write 10 blessings down a day keep a little journal i keep mine by the bed uh write 10 blessings a day and i know when you first start for some people who aren't used to this practice it's hard to come up with 10 but you can find them like they're there start with things like april mentioned before like your running water your electricity your food in your fridge your family start there <clears throat> and then every day find 10 new things to be grateful for. Uh, that's going to change your life, even just that little step, um, really feeling into it, really appreciating things that are around you because what we focus on expands. So if you start focusing on those things, it's going to expand in your life. Uh, that would be my words of advice to get started if it's a bit overwhelming. Uh, there's all the tools that we mentioned, like the, the vision board or the vision book, the affirmations, uh, there's plenty of reading material and, and things on YouTube about gratitude and manifesting, but start there. Just start mm -hmm. and watch your life transform when you take that step. You will. And uh, journaling is so important because you'll see where you were and where you mm -hmm. are and you will be amazed. Yes. You will mm -hmm. be amazed. And you know what? Mm -hmm. What you have to do is you have to do this with a sincere heart. You can't do it yeah. just because, oh, okay, well, I want to manifest this brand new car. Mm -hmm. so let me get to working on this for the next six months. 
because you may get that brand new car and then end up with four flat tires. So there yes. is a cause and an effect. Absolutely. There's an action. Absolutely. There's a reaction for every action. You have to be accountable. And if you don't get what you want, consider that a blessing too, because that may be something that you did not need. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. There's How two we- beautiful oh. phrases that I add in that I say uh, when I'm manifesting. One is this or something better, because sometimes what we're focusing on, we think is the answer, but there's something better coming. You know, like your your money was a great example of that. It was something better. So this or something better. And the other one is in to manifest and say for this to happen in the best and highest possible way. Because, for example, you could say, I want to manifest $10,000 and focus on that. And then you might have a car accident and be paid out $10,000 for an injury. And that's not the highest and best possible way to manifest that money. So be really clear when you put those intentions out there. Be really clear. And brains, it works. But Mm -hmm. like Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz, you have to believe. That's it. And you have the power within you all along. That, that, absolutely. Absolutely. So tell my brains how to get in contact with you. I'd love for them to purchase a copy of one of your anthologies, work with you, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and really kind of get in tune to this frequency because this is some higher level stuff, brains. This is not, again, just some some on the surface. And it has nothing to do uh, in contrast or in contradiction with your spiritual beliefs. Okay, all this does is add a different layer of confidence, uh, a different layer of communication, a higher level of wisdom. It has nothing to do with your God and your source or feeling that you need to be punished or you're not worthy or you're being selfish. None of that. None of that. No, absolutely not. How do they get you, Miss Lisa? Well, the place I hang out the most is Facebook. So that's probably the best place. So look for Lisa Lorna Blair on Facebook and follow me there. Uh, Or uh, Instagram, same thing, Lisa Lorna Blair Manifestation Muse. I also have um, a Manifestation Muse Facebook group. So that's our community where we share a lot more conversations around gratitude, manifesting. I run 28-day gratitude challenges in there from time to time. And they're free, like all, all the content in there is free and available to everyone because that's I like to be of service and give back. Uh, and then I also have my online community where I've created my, my business, which works away for me in the background, um, supporting other women to create theirs and create a life that they love. Retired myself from corporate doing that. So now I get to do this all day, every day and, and hang out and have these kind of conversations and live life on my terms, wake up when I want to wake up and that kind of thing. So, yeah. I know. Well, you're waking up and happy birthday. And I'm so glad that you're sharing this space with me and sharing one of the greatest gifts that anyone can give you brains is information. But Mm -hmm. information is not powerful until you apply it. That's it. Go right here. Okay. You see this address right here? Look real close brains. Tell all your friends, like, love, share, connect with Lisa, like, love, share, connect with Lisa, like, love, share, and connect with Lisa. (laughs) Thank you so much, Lisa. I appreciate you and value you and keep doing the great, magical, beautiful work that you're doing in the world. 
Thank you so much. And thank you for this opportunity to share with you. I've loved it. And happy 60th birthday. Coming up. And I'm going to do it. I can't tell you what I'll manifest. I'll tell you offline. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) My brains. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.